In this podcast, Vanessa Higgins, mom, marketing nerd, and owner of Clean Two Casa in Atlanta, tells you how you can take advantage of this growing niche of short-term rental cleanings. Listen to learn how to create a winning turnover clean formula, get great referrals for other short-term rental cleaning jobs, approach rental hosts, set your pricing packages, and why you need a cleaning team dedicated only to Airbnb cleans. Hola, my name is Vanessa. I'm the owner of Clean Two Casa in Atlanta, Georgia. Thanks to Amar and the rest of the ZenMade team for putting together this summit. I think we're all learning a lot of great information here and sharing some great success stories and wanted to share some of our insight that we have learned from our turnover cleanings. Um, I am a mom, I am a marketing nerd, and I'm someone that just loves to give someone an extra hand, whether that be our clients, our employees, or you. So tonight I wanted to just discuss areas that we've learned from the turnover cleans. We are a company in Atlanta serving Metro Atlanta area, mostly with residential cleans and office cleans, but Ever since I started Clean to Casa, I knew I wanted to take on Airbnb cleans as part of the business, just because I understand the demand that is there and how it is continuously growing on that short-term rental market. So uh, let's take a look at what we have learned. I'm gonna jump off camera and you're gonna see a presentation I put together for you. And if you have any questions, feel free to chime in, send me an email and we'll talk. Let's begin. All right. So Airbnb cleaning. We're going to go into best practices, prices, and scheduling, specifically with ZenMade. I wanted to give you an idea. Since um, Airbnb, there's not really a scheduler out there for, for Airbnbs. Um, and when it comes to cleaning schedule, I at least wanted to show you how it works with ZenMade. So let's take a stab at what we're going to check into today. We're gonna look into the Airbnb demand. Why do we keep on bringing up Airbnbs? And when I talk about Airbnbs, I'm talking about the short-term rental properties. This could either be Airbnb, vacation homes, VRBO, corporate housing, home away, and so many others where these are either homeowners or property management companies that are renting out for like a hotel, basically. I am bringing the Airbnb as the main example just because I wanted to touch on what Airbnb specifically has been doing on the regulation side. We're also going to take a look into creating a winning turnover clean formula. What we have learned, what we have tweaked, and ultimately have been getting a lot of great referrals because We've, we've kind of mastered a way that it works for us, for our teams, for our clients, and it's a win-win situation for all involved. Lastly, we're gonna look into scheduling with ZenMade, as I mentioned, and let's go ahead and start looking at the Airbnb demand. What is Airbnb? It's a company, it's actually less than a decade old, and it's already a three billion giant as a valuation. These are homes that are rented by homeowners or property management companies. There's over 150 million users in over the world and of over 191 countries. So you can see how it has grown even within a decade. Some other interesting facts are 650,000 of these hosts are all over the world. And there are 1.9 million listings that are instantly bookable. So that means that someone that goes onto Airbnb can 
can have access to at least 1.9 million out of the 5 million overall listings that Airbnb currently has and book just like a hotel for wherever destination they're desiring. And that gives you the overall view. Right now we're at 5 million listings if you are in uh, if you're going into Airbnb, which is pretty impressive. Some other fun facts. The average night stay for an Airbnb or a short-term rental is 3 nights and 80% 88% of those reservations are between 2 and 4 people. The fastest growing Airbnb hosts are seniors and those that are staying at the Airbnbs, about 60% of them are millennials. They like the affordable housing. But the most interesting fact that I want to bring into this presentation and why I want to hone in on that Airbnb demand is that hotels are approaching the short-term rental market with extra leverage and extra vengeance. And why I'm bringing that up is because historically, Hotels and local governments and, and national governments have been fighting against Airbnb. They do not want it to enter into the marketplace. They don't want the competition. They don't want how the security issues that may come about from these Airbnbs. So many different facets. We'll touch on a little bit more of those details in a few minutes, but I just wanted to give you a little bit of background on Airbnb. It was founded in 2008 by a group of guys that had an apartment in, I believe, San Francisco in California. They were inspired by the name Airbnb, specifically by an air mattress that they put out on a spare bedroom while they were traveling. They wanted to rent out their extra room in their apartment and make some side income. And that's technically the very essence of what Airbnb wants um, wants to allow a homeowner or a property management company is for those homes that are vacant for most of the year or a, a room or a house that you can actually make some extra income on the side. Right now it's um, it's about serving in 65,000 cities and over 191 countries. And then take a look at this right here. This is what we're going to focus in right at the moment. Airbnb, at the time in 2017, they were at 3 million listings compared to Marriott, which is the top of the hill of the um, hotel chains. They had 1.1 million rooms, Hilton at 773,000 rooms, and IHG at 766,000. You can see just in the valuation in 2017 where Airbnb is already growing, that at the, at the time, their valuation as far as company goes Marriott at 39 billion, that's pretty impressive with Airbnb at 31 billion valuation ahead of IHG and Hilton, who have been an established company with plenty of listings all across, across the world. One interesting fact about their um, Marriott per se is that they are now testing out the short-term rental market. Earlier this year, in, um, in February or so, they launched a pilot program called Houses and Villas. And with those houses and villas, they are trying to compete directly with uh, Airbnb and other short-term rental properties with a pilot program that they tried for three months in Europe, European cities. And those houses that they were renting out, they were offering different uh, perks as part of their points program, either discounts on rooms or discounts on attractions, local attractions nearby or um, activities. 
that all feed into the package of being a loyal Marriott branded um, uh, member. So not only is the hotels now getting into this, they're realizing that they can also meet this market demand, still offer some affordable housing. In their case, the villas and homes is they're actually renting out villas and castles or homes from about, um, they can be anywhere from 200 a night to $10,000 a night for a, for a stay. It's, it's pretty impressive. So Marriott is actually tag teaming with property management companies to uphold the quality of these Airbnb, of these Airbnb type of homes and villas. And that just means more demand for it on the cleaning side. So why is Marriott now getting into this after so much um, refusal to allow them into the market without any, any penalty? Uh, governments as well, they are still pushing back very heavy against Airbnb and any kind of um, platform that is the similar platform. Some of the different enforcements that they are having and regulations is that either the property cannot be rented for more than 90 days. Um, they may start enforcing a 6% tourist tax like hotels have to pay. A lot of regulations are in place to try and combat these, these Airbnbs from growing, but it doesn't stop them. Even residents have created groups to try and stop the revolving door of Airbnb guests because of safety concerns or just the annoyance of having frequent parties. But Airbnb continues to their fight. Um, their platform has been that they strongly believe in allowing homeowners to make supplemental income. The argument is that around the world we're at a historic income inequality. And while this is not the solution to close that gap, it's part of it to help them earn some significant extra money without really impacting too many people around them. So it's a give and take and Airbnb has been putting a lot of money into nonprofit organizations. For instance, last August alone in Albany, New York, Airbnb donated $10 million to different nonprofit groups in Albany, New York to try and pass some legislation favors. And of course that definitely benefits the community. So while governments are still trying to regulate, Airbnb is still trying to push back and say, with any tax collection that is coming from these Airbnb revenues, look at how it can actually benefit communities. So we'll see how the, the fight continues. But for right now, you can see that it's not going anywhere. This podcast is brought to you by ZenMade. Now, if you need help with your automation or if you're frustrated with the amount of time that scheduling is taking you currently, you need to visit ZenMade.com. We started over six years ago building simple software for cleaning businesses just like yours. If you take a look at the site, you can see all of the things that we're working on, all of the feedback that we get from our audience, from this podcast, from the Facebook group, from all the other places. So if you're interested, again, zenmade.com and take a look at what we've been working on. So why am I honing in on this demand? Because for us as cleaners, there's a growing niche and cleaners are either love it or they hate it. A lot of cleaners quit. They try it out for a little bit. They don't prefer to do Airbnb cleans. It's not the business model that they were hoping to get into. They realize that it's too much work or it just doesn't pay enough. 
They just want their weekends back. They don't like the last minute minute of nature of the of the business. So while people are quitting, there's a niche that still needs to be filled. That void still needs to be filled. And if you're able to find a good solution to offer your clients where you're training them how you would prefer to um, work and clean these type of properties, maybe it's a win-win situation for all. Other, other reason that it's important for us as cleaners, it's ancillary revenue for deep cleans. While you may be doing a deep clean for a residential home once or twice a year, if you're lucky, uh, with these Airbnb properties, you can they may have a greater demand for these deep cleans, whether it's after a party or whether it's just the natural wear and tear It's it, because it's serving like a hotel. That's extra revenue for you that you can account for for you and your team. And then the other way I wanted to point this out to you is the difference of comparing it to apples to apples, a weekly client versus a turnover client, where I'm speaking about turnover, where you're doing at the minimum four cleans per month for that particular property. If you're doing a three bedroom, two bath example, that 800 square feet, if you're doing serving that weekly client at $120 per visit, that's about $500 a month in revenue, 6,000 a year. If you are pricing it where you're serving that three bedroom, two bath home at $150 just to do the turnover clean, and you have, a, let's say six cleans per month, that's a good $900 a month in revenue. You really can see how, yes, these are a lot more work, but you also can get paid nicely for doing that extra work, that extra headache factor. The other point about this is the time for conversion from a regular client, a lead to a regular client. For those weekly and biweekly monthly clients that we are trying to convert to a lead to a, a recurring client, just think about the time that's used for trying to, to land a Airbnb type of client. It's not too different in the amount of time that you spend in converting it from a lead to an actual client. And with a turnover clean, you may want to do an on-site inspection first just to get to really know the lay of the land and the layout of the property, um, where you may not be doing so many in-person quotes with those recurring clients. But regardless, you can see that the conversion time is not much different. So let's take a look at how do you approach these Airbnb hosts. There are a, a, it runs the gamut, really, how many ways you can approach and prom promote that you are doing Airbnb type of cleaning. First one I always recommend is word of mouth. That's the most effective in our industry overall, I think. Yes, it's slow in numbers, but you get good quality leads that way. Self-promotion on your business card, on your website. You can also add in SEO with Airbnb plus your city. Just these tactics alone can help boost more uh, exposure that you are uh, now approaching or continuing to do these type of cleanings. You can also network with local short-term rental hosts, either on Facebook pages, on Airbnb, Turnover, BNB, VRBO, those, those sites. You can't really solicit on those actual sites. They will um, slap your hand for it. 
but there's plenty of groups online within Facebook and other types of online meetup groups that are not only encompassing many different cleaners and hosts, but a whole different um, ecosystem that you can uh, network with, whether it's uh, supplies or gadgets that are supplied for Airbnb. It's really a fascinating ecosystem that has been created because of these short-term rental markets. And then uh, lastly, I wanted to point out Angela Brown. Angela is just a fantastic uh, resource for um, online with housecleaning360.com, plus all the efforts that she's done on her podcast, on her blogs, on her Facebook pages. She just offers a wealth of information on on her sites and, and offers that forum for all of us to kind of um, intermix online. Other areas are online directories and different task assignment apps like Properly or Evolve Vacation Rentals. Evolve Vacation Rentals, you can sign on as a partner for free. Uh, Properly is also a free app. Um, with these directories, House can seek your services if you're listed on there. So you may want to check those out. And then you can also do the good old Google search where you're initiating who you want to pitch your services to. Maybe you want to, maybe it's not an Airbnb single family ho um, homeowner. You want to reach out a to a property management group that may be managing multiple properties within your city or in nearby states if you are if you have a team um, uh, ready to serve those different areas. Just to, or just invest some dollars into your Google ads. You can target them by zip code, like, a, like similar in the SEO, you can put the Airbnb plus your city and, and put some money towards the Google ads. So let's go over into your turnover clean formula. How do you make this work? How do you make this work for you where it doesn't um, drown you? And how does it make it work for your clients where they consistently give you good work? Well, let's three areas I just want to point out that is good for anything in our business, but specifically for Airbnb. Being organized is more important than ever with this type of work. You really wanna make sure that you're keeping your schedules in sync with your Airbnb host, that you are able to communicate effectively with great communication skills, and you're setting the expectations not only for your team, for what they are um, trained to do when they go to these properties, but what happens in worst case scenarios that they may um, come upon if it's a trashed home or something like that. You wanna make sure that all the expectations are, are set. And similarly, you wanna make sure that your client knows what happens in those cases. This podcast is brought to you by ZenMaid. If you need help with just about anything in your maid service, make sure to join the ZenMaid Mastermind on Facebook. We have a community that has over 4,000 maid service owners just like you who are struggling with things daily, who are sharing their wins daily, and uh, asking for help. So if there's absolutely anything that we can help you with, just go to the ZenMaid Mastermind on Facebook, request to join, just answer the three questions survey, and you'll be in within a couple of hours and you can make some friends in your area all that stuff so let's first organize the strategy some of you may already be doing Airbnb cleans which is fantastic this is probably um, just some hopefully helpful hopefully helpful information for you um, or maybe you want to just try it out for the first time 
With that in mind, uh, my first recommendation when I speak to other business owners, whether in Hawaii, California, and Seattle, Chicago, I've helped different people kind of give uh, some insight into what we've learned from Turnover Cleans. I've always told them, I challenge them. I want to make sure that they know. Decide how many Airbnb properties you wish to clean. If you want to focus in on residential cleans and you know that you can have carve out some time for two properties per se, um, and you know that you want to just do cleaning or you can allow that time to do cleaning plus laundry, then test the waters first with one, one property or two properties. Don't overdo it in the beginning. Similarly, you want to also establish if you want to uh, do either just the turnover clean or a turnover clean plus laundry or turnover clean plus laundry plus restocking supplies. Some, some home, homeowners are not even in the same country or in the same state, and they need that peace of mind to know that there are feet on the ground that can make sure that toilet paper and trash bags and so forth are all restocked uh, with the peace of mind. Then develop your pricing. Know your team's worth and don't waver from it. If you know that your rate is $20 an hour, know that you can easily get that for sure. But if you're in that $40 per hour range or more, um, my suggestion is to research your competitors. Research what the local market is, to, was, is asking. If you feel like you know your quality of work that you have, should you have enough people on staff to cover any kind of last minute request, then you are able to ask for a higher price. Train your clients or your, or your prospects to know that where your level and quality of cleaning is. For us in Atlanta, it's a different market. We're in Metro Atlanta, so the rates are higher. There are certainly people in Atlanta that are cleaning Airbnbs for $20, $40 per clean. That's not the type of client that we try to go after because um, we particularly like to work with homeowners and property management companies that are screening their guests to make sure that they keep their homes in nice condition because we're doing everything on our part to make sure that we're keeping their homes in nice condition. And a lot of times screening really helps to see what kind of, um, what are the purposes that they're using the Airbnb. Uh, a lot of our clients ask them, are you here for a family visit? Are you here for a wedding? Are you here for business? And for the most part, a lot of our clients open their houses to families, to co uh, to corporate corporate residences that need a local st temporary stay or a production company for different reasons. But we definitely do get some party groups. And while we know that that's the case, um, we make sure that we price it right. So for us in Atlanta, we're at about 50 to $55 per hour with laundry and with uh, restocking fees, just to give you an idea. We also created this spreadsheet over here, if you're able to see it. And in this spreadsheet, I list here 10 of the essential items that need to go into the Airbnbs, like shampoo, conditioner, body soap, hand soap, trash bags, coffee, laundry detergent, dishwasher detergent, things like that. I listed it here. 
and then I um, I've created accounts with Costco and with Amazon and got the prices for how much to get in bulk and then I broke it down by one to two people usage three to four people usage and six plus people usage and in here, I try to gauge, after having a lot of different experience of serving these Airbnbs, I got, um, a, uh, I worked out numbers to be able to see how much usage of shampoo and laundry detergent are we using for each one to two person clean, how many per three to four person clean, and how many per six person clean. Divided that and came up with an overall cost to give the Airbnb host kind of an expectation of what they may be incurring as far as overall cost and restocking supplies on a per clean basis. Then I've built out our typical properties that we're serving for the Airbnb market. We do a one bedroom to one bath, all the way up to a four bedroom and three bath. For us, our in our business model, we do not do any Airbnb cleans. Um, for any property that is more than four bedrooms. For us, it just doesn't work because we just know the time and investment that's involved. And right now, we're very comfortable with serving between one bedroom and four bedroom homes, no problem. So I worked out a turn turnover clean, then if we were to do laundry, and running an errand. So for a one bedroom, one bath uh, property where we're doing turnover and laundry we're charging 115 dollars and then we're running the errand fee for them as well all right the last thing i wanted to just to make mention on is establishing your billing terms uh, a lot of the single family home uh, single homeowners they prefer to pay you either by venmo paypal cash app things like that it's good to just establish what your billing terms are with these companies and with these homeowners because what you want is a good frequency per month of these cleans. And in one week, you may be cleaning that same property one or two times per week, maybe three. Uh, so you want to make sure that you're getting paid. Um, and I just wanted to set the expectation for you that some property management companies do prefer an invoice sent out to them either every two weeks or per month. For us, the majority of our clients are now um, keeping their credit card on file, and when we clean, we are charging the clean after we do the clean. Then organizing your Airbnb team. My recommendation is to have a dedicated team that is trained for these type of cleans. The reason I say this is because if you serve a lot of different Airbnb property clients, then you're able to it may be an, a, a very not fixed schedule, and but you may have that type of cleaner that prefers to be in a home that is not lived in, and they know the ins and outs of that house. They know how to report the issues when they arrive. For instance, my team, they understand when they arrive to an Airbnb property before they touch anything inside the property, they know to go ahead and walk, do a walkthrough take photos and videos. Should anything look abnormal, they know to take any photos and video. And they're able to see if something looks out of the norm, if there's any damage, 
if there was um, if it's overly trashed and they know that it's going to take a lot more time than the usual usual allotted time for the cleaning all the information is communicated back to our office so we can communicate that with our client this podcast was brought to you by Zenmade. If you need help with your management, check out the five tools that helped the Zenmade team, which includes five maid service owners, to succeed in their businesses. That free download is available at zenmade.com podcast, as well as plenty of other resources for you and your maid service. And with that in mind, I also recommend getting a designated Airbnb manager that's overseeing any issues that come that come up for these properties. It really could serve as a full-time job between the troubleshooting that comes in from the staff to ensure that we're reporting what need what may need to be restocked into these Airbnbs if it's out of toilet paper, if it's out of trash bags and so forth, that manager would make sure that they're ordering supplies if that should be something that you worked into your pricing and making sure that those supplies get get to those properties, as well as overseeing the quality control. I, I really think that having a person that is there in person doing the cleaning, it really is difficult to have them being that extra person on the outside to, to communicate these things back and forth with the client. As I said before, organization and great communicate, communication skills really are a, a key factor with this and at times when you are in a turnover clean since you have such a short window usually between 11 o'clock and 3 o'clock to do these these cleanings you want your team that is on the field dedicated and focused on the clean because we want to make sure that we uphold quality and ensure that our clients receive a five-star rating for cleanliness and with that you don't want them kind of fiddling with a text message or photos and videos, communicating back and forth to the client. It, it really serves a greater purpose to make sure that everybody has their designated and assigned tasks on what to do. The other thing I recommend while you organize your Airbnb team is to create a specific Airbnb checklist. We created this one, um, very similar from our, it's a combination of our general clean and our deep clean, but it goes a step further by Listing in here, for instance, in the kitchen, you want to make sure that the dishwasher is unloaded, free of any dirty dishes. Um, ensure that the cupboards look um, presentable and, and, and neat. There's, there's no dirty forks, nothing like that. Uh, there's no dirty trash anywhere in the house. Um, making sure that there's no hair. Things that usually get anybody kind of grossed out when they go into a hotel room is they see other people's hair, either on the sheets, on the pillows, or a dead bug. Those specific areas are very keen on these checklists for the turnover cleans. And um, a couple of different things that we supply in our maid kits when we're going to these turnover cleans are either a lint roller brush. They work great. Even after you wash a sheet or wash a towel, you still may have little hairs that are attached to the towels. My team knows to run the lint brush to make sure that we have all those different items lifted off. Uh, for stained sheets and stained towels, OxyClean is fantastic. If you have the luxury of time to let some of those items soak for an hour, it's even better. Or if you're able to work out a deal with a local laundromat, 
you may be able to find a partner that can offer you services for about 75 cents to 95 cents a pound and you can include that in your in your cleaning fee and they would be able to help spot treat a lot of those linens to make sure that they are kept white and sanitized. I always recommend white linens as well. Another little trick of the trade is carpet deodorizer. I love carpet deodorizer. You just sprinkle it on once you arrive to the Airbnb, let it soak in for a good 15 to 20 minutes um, while you're doing the cleaning. And once you vacuum, it's a quick, it's a quick step to um, make, make the, the home feel fresh and, and clean. Um, when it comes to more trashed homes, you need a little, you need any little tip that you can get because you want to make sure that your team is ready to walk into something like this where they may have a trashed home. Smoking is usually a problem with these short-term rentals um, and it's hard to get that smoke out. You want to make sure that you get the smoke out because the next guest may complain about it and may ask for their money back. So it comes back to you as the cleaner from your client saying, hey, you guys didn't do your work job. It still smells like smoke and we may our initial reaction may say we're not miracle workers in a same day clean. It's very tough to get marijuana smoke out of a house. When it comes to something like this, uh, you want to make sure your team is always taking pictures of whatever is coming up. You want to make sure that they're opening windows and doors where they can to kind of let the smoke and, and, and smell dissipate. And those carpet deodorizers really do help vacuuming, making sure that all ashes are gone because those are those ashes are what really makes the smell linger on. So you want to make sure that those ashes are vacuumed out. But you can see with the damage here, um, damage to these bolsters here, all these items are reported by us. This is where that great communication comes into play. Any kind of damage to furniture, someone that may, a, a dedicated staff that is used to going to this particular property, they notice right away that this chair was broken. They notice right away that things that were not there should not be there. So they take pictures of it and we communicate it back to the team, back to the client. What the client is interested in is they need these information, they need these evidence of people smoking, of people damaging the house because they go back to the guest that was staying there, that particular guest that was staying there, to ensure that they're accountable for it. And for a lot of times, um, Airbnb um, offers the opportunity to submit a claim against that particular client. Uh, we've had, I think in the this year alone, we have had five trashed homes, and three of those homes won an Airbnb claim that was over $8,000 each just because of the evidence that we provided by phone and by video. In this particular incident, you can see in here, why am I showing inside of a laundry washing machine? It's because this particular washing machine was a stacked laundry closet next to a half bath door, and the guest didn't quite make it to the half bath bathroom to throw up and vomit, and unfortunately they vomited inside the washing machine. So with all these different photos, I like to show the team if they're squeamish and feel like, oh my gosh, I would never do that. You will, you will find those other people that are say, they live for these type of cleans. They're like, ha, send me in there. I'll definitely make it look great. 
those are the kind of attitudes that you want going into these teams, into these cleans, because it's not for everybody. And there's some people that are able to stomach a lot of these different situations, handpick a lot of vomit chunks out of washing machines, and they are paid very nicely for it because you know that dedicated manager is reporting back to the client what, what's happening at the property before a person checks in at 4 p.m. And we're making sure that they know this is going to cost this and this and this for us to be able to get this primed and ready for the next guest. And for the most part, that client does not want to miss out on the revenue for the next check-in, so they're willing to pay the price. They may negotiate with you, but there's there's no way that I would allow a client, uh, a one of our employees, to clean something out like this and not get compensated for it. This podcast is brought to you by ZenMade. If you need help with your marketing, check out the 47 keywords that the ZenMade team has put together that you need to be ranking for on Google for organic and paid keywords. Uh, you can learn more about that at zenmade.com podcast to download those keywords, uh, as well as plenty of other resources to help your maid service. So let's go back to helping out the client because ultimately that's where the win-win situation goes. If the client is happy, we are happy. <laughs> a lot of that is coming up with great communication. You want to help them reach this Airbnb plus status, which is where they get extra exposure and um, publicity for their property that they're listing specifically on Airbnb. Usually these are super hosts that are hosting and they may host a, a multiple properties or they may just have rave reviews on all different accounts, five stars on every account. In ways that we try to make sure that they are keeping their Airbnb plus status or gaining an Airbnb plus status like we have for um, three of our clients, we make sure that we have great communication. I set up a group uh, WhatsApp with them or a Slack to make sure that the client knows what's going on at the Airbnb because for the most part, we're the only ones that are there physically on a more regular basis. So um, the client feels that support and then the cleaner, the cleaning team that does that particular property, they feel like they have the support, that they're not alone when they go into these properties. And sometimes when you go into these homes and you see that it's trashed, you may feel overwhelmed. Well. I want to make sure that the team feels that we're listening. We're going to make sure that they're compensated if it needs to be. Um, a lot of times, I'd say for the majority of our, our, our cleans, thankfully, I'd say 80% of them are not trashed and they're just um, usual, normal turnover cleans. So for those incidences that they are not, I know the team really does appreciate being able to report back um, what's going on. Uh, another uh, aspect of this, if you're working with a, a property management company, sometimes they may have different people on different shifts and they may not have a dedicated property manager. So when you have the shifting of the hands of the responsibilities, should you report that there's a clog in a, in a bathtub or something like that and it gets communicated to one person that was on one shift but it didn't get communicated to the next person on the next shift and then it slips through the cracks two weeks go by nothing is ever done and you can see that 
a guest that is staying at that property is complaining about that very tub that you reported two weeks before. This shouldn't happen. This is where good communication, it's your responsibility as the cleaner to make sure that the company that is managing that property understands what's going on in that in the house. So to avoid hiccups like this from guests. In this case, um, this is where I'm gonna move on to, to say, build your network. Be that one, two person, um, if you're pricing it right, be that, be that go-to person where you know a plumber, you know an electrician, you know a trash hauler or a landscaper to offer your clients an immediate remedy. You could be that person and they would, they, I, I, met, I imagine a lot of people would value that service if you're able to price it right and understand that you, you have a network of people. I know for us, if um, we had someone take a, a hammer at one of these Airbnbs and they just took the hammer and broke a toilet into pieces. There was a 4 p.m. checkout that same day. We were able to reach out to a plumber in our network, make sure that it was, they went to Home Depot, picked up a new toilet, replaced it within, it looked like nothing ever happened at that property by the time that they got there at 4 p.m. Uh, the client was very happy and pleased and you can imagine all, all of that goes a long way. And then uh, going back to up here, uh, making sure that your cleaning team knows the worst case expect, um, scenario, just like setting their expectations. With all that in mind, let's go to, into scheduling with ZenMade. So like I mentioned before, there is no scheduler out there that really serves Airbnb turnover cleans or short-term cleans. But ZenMade has been a great team and I wanna send kudos to Alex, to Amar, for Maria, for Courtney, for really understanding the idiosyncrasies of these Airbnb cleans and kind of making a residential scheduling, cleaning scheduling system work for us. Because the schedule is so important. You never wanna get that phone call where they say, hola, the guest arrived and they just found the room is completely a disaster. I think in my whole time of doing this for two years, we have gotten two calls like that in the very beginning and I never wanted to get that call again. So we are making sure that we keep things on track. So how do we do that? Booking an Airbnb on ZenMain. One thing to note that Airbnb cleans, while in ZenMain they are listed as a one-time clean, they actually are recurring clients. And the way that you can do that is you can list it as the first name and the last name or the company, that will be your Airbnb client per se. And then you're able to list under um, the service addresses, you can list multiple service locations. And that would be the best way that I've noticed through Airbnb should you have multiple properties for one particular client. Another way to do this is um, customize in your drop-down categories of cleans that you can add in an Airbnb specific cleaning. This is great for reporting purposes. You can see how much revenue you're pulling in from Airbnb. Right now in our category of cleans, we have deep clean, general house clean, office clean, move out or move in clean, um, construction clean, and so forth. Airbnb is right on that mi whole mix so we're able to categorize it. 
The other recommendation I would do on ZenMade is update your work orders with the number of guests under each reservation and if it's a same day reservation. So each turnover is gonna have a different number of guests that will be staying in. And for the most part, Airbnb has that window of time between 11 a.m. and 3 p.m. to get the property clean, ready for the next guest. And you wanna work with clients that are having same day cleans, believe me. I know it's a hassle, but you want them to be able to rent their place that exact same day because it allows for more opportunity for you and your team to build that revenue and to make more money. Um, overall, like I said, it's a win-win situation. Um, for us, we attach our Airbnb checklist. Uh, we keep a laminated copy of that checklist in our made kits, but I also do a condensed version within each Airbnb property. Should someone need coverage for a house that they're usually assigned to for an Airbnb property, they know exactly the, the quirks and, and ins and outs of that house. And then I also create a custom field to list any of the garage codes. This is great for our residential clients too. Um, they don't have to look in the work order where the codes are. They know exactly where that custom field is and they plug in the codes to access the property. Here's a look at what some of those areas look like. So in here, you can see in ZenMain that we list over here in the notes, we list how many guests are coming in and that there's a same day check-in at 4 p.m. So they know how many towels, how many she extra sheets that they need to put out. Uh, over here, we always list the property address. And over here, you're not able to see it, but I always list the garage code or the door code right over here in a separate area. And it's also listed over here. So they have that there. They know how many how much time is allotted for the 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 turnover price that is being paid and um, and I guess that's it uh, that was pretty much it but you can see that overall what we do another thing that I wanted to point out since I'm on this screen is we use ZenMate as our master calendar uh, we make sure that we list anybody that may be having vacation time any kind of tasks that are needing to be done for the different days. This is our master calendar. We no longer use Google Calendar to keep up with everybody's um, dentist appointments or um, or whatever it is. Um, it's just all right here for all of us to, to be able to access. Another thing with Airbnb Cleans is that you want them to sync up with other rental calendars. For the most part, a lot of the hosts are gonna be using Google Calendars or a Guesty or AirGMS, Smart B&B, all these calendars, while I would love to tell you that you can create a zap to automate the services, uh, automate the, the cleans that are needed for each day, it's not quite that seamless. It's really better by hand. And the reason I say that is because of the unique timing and the tasks per service address. What does that mean? So. Let's say you have a Airbnb cleaning on Saturday, August, whatever. And you, you note that at the very last minute, that cleaning may have, they may have asked for a late checkout. I would not trust a Zap to communicate that back over to our ZenMate calendar. While it's doable, 
it's not seamless and it may not get back communicated back over to your cleaning team and they may show up earlier or later or um, it's just not accurate information. So my recommendation is always to have the habit of cross-referencing your calendars two times a day. Um, in the office, we are double-checking our clients' calendars at 9 a.m. and at 4 p.m. each day for any changes to the reservation or to the last-minute clean. I uh, also wanted to point out that once you are working with these clients, uh, we are currently serving 14 Airbnb properties. For the most part, 70% of those turnover cleans we know a week in advance. It only comes up very seldom now where there may be a last-minute uh, cleaning that comes up either on a weekend or so uh, but we are ready for those last-minute requests at any time here's an example of one of the uh, let's see was that it? yeah here's an example of one of the calendars so this is a clients I um, air GMS calendar you can get an idea what it looks like anything that you see red here that's um, signifying a cleaning that is needed a turnover clean so we make sure that we go back in and on August 1st, that clean for this particular property is on our Zen May calendar and so forth. Monday, um, July 29th, we make sure that this, we know that this property also needs a cleaning and this property also needs a cleaning. And you can see how this particular client doesn't have too many same days uh, turnovers. There's some time built in in between but I make sure that our team is always there that day of the checkout just to allow them one, two, three, three days of revenue where they can book that reservation. This is another reason why you wanna um, create a win-win situation for your client because once you open the opportunity for them to have fill in these gaps, it's another turnover clean for you. Some cool Zen-made shortcuts I wanted to share with you. This is a feature I just absolutely love. Remember when I mentioned to you that I put in unique work orders for each property for our Airbnbs? Well, the same, it's not easy because it's not a recurring client and it's a one-time client. I needed a shortcut to be able to copy and paste an appointment, just duplicate an appointment very easily. And Zenmake came and delivered. On a PC, if you are able to press the Alt key at the same time while left one left click, you can copy an appointment and duplicate it and just drag and drop to where you need it to go. Each service address will stay intact, the unique door codes will stay intact and the instructions and so forth. I'll show you an example of that in a minute. You also are able, Courtney pointed this out a few weeks ago, in the drop-down window of the calendar view, you can click on paid and unpaid. This is fantastic for the Airbnb world. So you can see if I have a particular client that only likes to be invoiced every two weeks. I'm able to use that drop-down to paid and unpaid and easily see what is left to of the unpaids to go on to that invoice for those two weeks. All the other items you can do are custom fields uh, to, to keep on setting those expectations. I added an employee job pay in here so they can say exactly how much they're going to be getting for that job. And then another thing that Zenmade came around and did for us is they allowed us the opportunity to change and edit the description area when we're charging a card. 
on on the cleans. So let me show you how some of these work. So here's the here's the shortcut about on the PC pressing the Alt button and then one click and you can this is what pops up and you can literally drag this over to whatever appointment that you need. Um, another recommendation, if it's not easy to drag, you want to make sure that when you're dragging it, it's highlighting blue before you drop it into the day that you need it to. If that's not working very smoothly, you can simply make a copy to go on that same exact day, save it to that same day, and remember to go back and edit the details to the day that you need it. Another shortcut is going up to the col Colors and Filters drop-down screen and selecting Paid and Unpaid. Anything that is orange will show up as unpaid, and anything that is green is paid. So you can see for this particular client how many cleanings we did for their multiple properties. And in this part particular week, we'll be including all of those properties in that invoice. And then in the charging card area, this is a field that I absolutely love. I love that you're able to manipulate whatever is needed to here. I make sure that the client knows on their charge card statement that it says who cleaned it or what company we are, the day that we cleaned. And for some of these, I even add in the name of the guest that was there. So they can see that um, it's all it's 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 all the information that they need should it be more than what they were asking for um, more than their usual pay they can immediately go back and reference who that person was that was staying there that particular day and that is pretty much it with that said i just wanted to wish you all a happy turnover cleaning i welcome your feedback i welcome things that you've learned along the way we're all in this together to um, really help each other to grow. I think that's something that's uh, Zen made and um, what I really appreciated in them is we all genuinely like to see each other grow in this industry. So with those key strategies in place when it comes to turnover cleanings, I hope this was very helpful in helping you to get those coveted five-star reviews for your clients and for yourself. Um, I hope it creates good work opportunities for your team and ultimately get a nice spike in some, some revenue that you had for your goals. With that, thank you so much. Gracias. Muchísimas gracias. Uh, como te dije, estoy aquí disponible para responder a cualquier pregunta que tienen. Thank you so much. I'm going to sign off here. Happy learning. Bye-bye. Thanks for listening to the ZenMade podcast, and we hope you learned a thing or two that you can implement in your business today. If you're looking for the number one scheduling software for maid services, make sure to go to ZenMade.com and check out our 14-day free trial. If you want to hear more of these talks, you can catch them all at MadeSummit.com. Have a great day.